us this love. We pray as we study this matter together. We may see more of His love. And all of its height and depth and width and breadth. Oh, Spirit of God, teach us these things regarding our Lord Jesus. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We want to read from uh, three books this morning. We begin in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, verse 26. A little parable of Jesus. And Jesus was saying, The kingdom of God is like a man who casts seed upon the soil. And he goes to bed at night and gets up by day, and the seed sprouts and grows. How? He does not know. The soil produces crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, then the mature grain in the head. But when the crop permits, he immediately puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. And then in First Corinthians chapter three. And here we have Paul talking about the church growing up. Verse 6. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. I planted, Apollos watered, but God was causing the growth. So then neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but God who causes the growth. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, but each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, God's building. According to the grace of God which was given to me, like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building on it. But each man must be careful how he builds on it. 我知道神所给我的恩，好像一个聪明的工头，立好了根基，有别人在上面建造，只是个人要谨慎怎样在上面建造。For no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. 因为那已经立好的根基就是耶稣基督。
And then we want to finally come to the book of Ephesians. And we want to look at a few verses in first in chapter 2. Verse 19 through 22. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. In whom the whole building being fitted together is growing into a holy temple in the Lord. In whom you also are being built together into a dwelling of God in the Spirit. Then chapter 4. Verses 1 through 7. Therefore I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love, being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body, one spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Verse 11. And he gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, to the building up of the body of Christ. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we are no longer to be children, tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. 
，使我们不再做小孩子，中了人的诡计和欺骗的法术，被一切异教之风摇动，飘来飘去，就随从各样的异端。But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into Him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies. According to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. 唯用爱心说诚实话，凡事长进，连于元首基督，全身都靠他联络的合适，百节各按各职，照着个体在的功用彼此相助，便叫身体渐渐增长，在爱中建立自己。Our theme in this season is growing up into Him, who is the head, even Christ. 我们这次的题目就是长进基督，就是我们的头。And we realize, sorry, and we realize that this is a mystery. 我们知道这是一个奥秘。Growth is a mystery. 成长是一个奥秘。We're participating in it. 我们是参与这样子的成长。And yet it is mysterious. 但是它的确是奥秘的。How do we grow? 我们怎么成长 ？As the church together, 呃，作为教会，我们怎么成长 ？This is our considerations in these days. 我们就要考虑这样子的题目。We remember there in Mark chapter four, Jesus spoke the parable of the seed in the ground. 我们的主耶稣在马可福音第五四章就说到这个谷。And so the farmer put a seed in the ground. 所以这个这个农夫就把籽放在地地里面去。And he went to bed, and when he got up the next day, the seed was growing. 那你就看到这个籽，他睡觉一过夜之后，这农夫就看到它长起来了。But it's a mystery. 但的确这是一个奥秘。He didn't know how. 他不知道怎么长的。But he watched it grow. 但是他看它长。And he watched it mature. 然后他看它成长。And he watched it ready for the harvest and the harvest. 然后看到成熟就准备好要收割，然后收割。Now Jesus said, "This is the mystery of the kingdom of God." 主耶稣就说到这个就是神国度的奥秘。Now it sounds very simple. 听起来很简单。But think about it. 但想想看。He was describing the kingdom of God. 他是说到神的国度。Now most of the Jews thought the kingdom of God was having a king in Jerusalem. 那大部分的犹太人都觉得神的国度就是在耶路撒冷有这个犹太犹太王。They saw the kingdom as when the Jews were a strong nation and could defeat Rome. 他们看到这个国度强壮，就是犹太国强壮，可以打败这个罗马帝国。Jesus says no, the kingdom is organic life. 但是主耶稣说不，神的国主呃不是就是天上的国，它就是说到生命生机体在那边成长。The kingdom of God is growing by a mysterious life. 神的国是一个奥秘的生命在那边成长。And the Jews had no idea what life is this. 但犹太人却不知道，却不明白这到底是什么样的生命。They didn't understand because they didn't hold the key. 他们不明白，因为他们没有那把钥匙。What's the key that unlocks the mystery of this parable? 那要怎么去解这个奥秘？这个钥匙在哪里呢 ？We have to know what seed. Fell into the ground and died. We need to know what kind of seed fell into the ground and died in order that the kingdom could grow in life. Then this kingdom can grow through life. No longer just an outward kingdom, but a kingdom that's born out of life. Not just a kingdom that's born out of life, but a kingdom that's born out of life. The Jews just didn't understand that the seed of David had to fall into the ground and die. 犹太人却不明白，说大卫的子孙必须掉在地里死了。That Jesus had to die on the cross. 耶稣必须死在十字架上。And because of his resurrection, 那因着他的复活 ，so those who believe in him find eternal life. 
那些相信他的就找到了永远的生命。Those of you who know the Lord Jesus know that this is the mystery of our life.认识主耶稣基督的都知道，这就是我们生活的秘诀。You look at yourself in the mirror every day, so you don't notice that you're growing. 你当你照镜子的时候，你却不发，没有发现到你在成长。But other people see you and they say, "Oh, how you've grown!"那其他人会看到说，哦，你怎么成长了？People look at me, they say, "Whoa, how you've grown!"那他看到我就说，啊，你怎么这样成长？I don't notice this day by day.我不是一天一天的就这样看的。There's a mystery.在这边有个奥秘。And in the kingdom, the mystery is the same.在国度里，这个奥秘也是如此。Now here is even a greater mystery before us today. The church, the body of Christ, is growing by a mystery. Do you understand how the body of Christ grows? Now I know some of you are scientific. Now scientists can explain how a plant grows. But they still can't explain the mystery of life. Now listen to this. You and I are saved. We are very different people. Are you different from me? Of course. I can grow more hair on my face than you can. You and I are very different. And yet, you know what God's going to do? Right now, He is bringing us together. He's making us grow together. As we're growing up into Christ, He's going to make us all look like Christ. Now that's a miracle. How is He going to make you and I look like Christ? But this is the bride. Right now, the Spirit is preparing this bride. This bride is going to be so unified. And this bride in every part is going to look like Jesus. Then Jesus will say, Ah, this is what I want to marry, and he will come back. This is going on right now. May it be every time we gather together, we're being built up into Christ. You have to admit, this is a very difficult task for God. Now, not because of me, because I'm almost perfect. Our problem is you. Now, of course, you know I'm joking. We have a problem. Because we are fallen men, we're very, very independent. But the Lord wants to build us all together. And so he does it in this growing up into Christ that we're talking about in these days. Now Paul described himself in two ways in these verses we read. On the one hand, he is a gardener. He's been called by God to be a gardener. And he plants the seed in the ground. Apollos is another gardener. He waters the seed. 
But it is God who is causing the church to grow. And then Paul uses a second example. Now I am a master builder. That means he is a subcontractor under Jesus Christ. Now contractors have to know how to build the building. And so he talks about laying the foundation and then building upon this foundation. And these are the two examples that Paul uses of how the church can grow. And we can see that Paul is concerned about two things. First, that the foundation be soundly laid, which is Christ Jesus. We remember what he said there in 1 Corinthians 3, right? No other foundation can be laid but that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. If we're to be built together into the bride of Christ, it has to start at the very foundation. With Christ Jesus. Or to use the other uh, description, he uses himself as a gardener. Before we can grow, we need to be rooted securely in Christ. Because as we grow, many winds will blow on the plant, so it needs to be rooted deep. He's a wise gardener. He, he does not just throw seed on the ground and say, well, we'll let whatever happens happen. Oh, when he sees somebody is born again, he wants to plant them deeply in Christ. But then as a planter, a gardener, or as a master builder, he's also concerned for the environment that uh, produces growth. Now we know environment is very important. In the development of our own children, we know an environment is very important for proper growth. And so Paul is concerned both for foundation and for the environment of growth. Now when you look at it this way, Paul's whole letter to the Ephesians can be broken in half. The first three chapters have to do with the foundation. And then chapters 4 through 6 has to do with how this body of Christ grows. First, I want to just give us a little overview of that foundation. Our foundation must be really in Christ. If we're to grow up into the head. And so in chapters 1, 2, and 3, he talks about this foundation. And how does he describe the foundation building? In Ephesians, he puts it this way. 
the foundation of the church is in Christ. Now you remember our brother Christian last week talking to us about the word in. Are you in? Are you out? Of course, Brother Christian's a little behind the times. He said, if you're in, you have iPhone. But you can have iPhone be out. Now it's iPad. But it's important to be in. This is our foundation. It's in Christ. And so we're not surprised that this phrase in Christ or in Him is used throughout those first three chapters. Now many of you who are good Bible students and so you're in about in. But for some newer Christians, we will take a two-minute tour of the first three chapters. Are you ready? Turn to chapter one. Get ready. It's going to be very fast. All right. You notice in chapter one, verse three, we are blessed in Him. You notice in chapter 1 verse 4, we are chosen in Him. You notice in verse 5, we are predestined to adoptions of sons in Him. Notice verse 7, in Him we have been redeemed and forgiven by His blood. Notice verses 10 and 11. In Him, we see the mystery of God's purpose of gathering all things together in Him. Notice verse 11. We have obtained an inheritance in Him. Notice verse uh, 13. In Him you have received the Holy Spirit. And if you'll go through the rest of his prayer at the end of the chapter, you see three great things. Our calling is in Him. The riches of our treasures are in Him. And the greatness of His power is in Him. Now see, that's our foundation. Every blessing is in Him. Every forgiveness is in Him. Every plan for your life is in Him. Christ is all and in all. Our life is in Him. Now I say that. Now this is doctrine. Now this morning when you woke up, by faith did you go into him? That's the place of rest. That's your Sabbath. You should wake up every morning. 
Okay, by faith I step into Christ. 他说我靠我借着信心我就说我在基督里. He is my cleansing. 他是我的洁净. He is my righteousness. 他是我的公义. He is my life. 他是我的生命. He is my wisdom. 他是我的智慧. I'm abiding in him. 我住在他里面. It's a good way to start the day. 这一天开始就这样子开始。你觉得？你今天早上要这样做吗？Do you just say this morning I get up and I into a bowl of kanji. 我就开始吃稀饭. Well, you need this. Life is more than just kanji. Now when we get to chapter 2, we see that the ends continue. As we look at this, it says, in verse 5 of chapter 2, we were made alive together with him. 我们在基督里面一让他一同一同活来了，活过来了。Oh, now it's changed. It says with him. 是与基督一一同活着过来了。But you notice it says alive together with him. 就是与基督一同。Now it's getting more complicated. 现在就有点比较复杂了。It's not just that you have been saved. 不只是你得救了。That you have been made alive. 你得生命活过来了。But you have been made alive together with me and her and him and him. 现在。不只是你个人，你我他，我们一起同活过来的。So we have been made alive together. 我们一同活过来的。With him, 与他。In other words, when he rose from the dead, 就是他复活了。You and I, together with him, rose from the dead. 你我与他一同复活了。And then it goes on to say, 然后继续。And we were raised up together with him in verse six. 第六节说，我们与基督一同复活。Now these are all similar Greek words. It all says together with him. 就是这个都是希腊原文，都是一样的，是与他一同的意思。Praise God, you were raised up with Christ. 感谢主，你与基督同复活了。But not just you alone. 不只是你自己一个人。You together with you and that together with him. 然后与他。And we're seated. Notice the next thing. 然后说我们in verse six，一同坐在天上。We're seated together with him in the heavenly place.一天一同坐在天上。Now isn't that wonderful? You seated up on this cloud with Jesus. 这不是很美好的吗？你能与基督同坐在这个云上？ Is that the way you picture it? 你有这样想？Oh, praise God, I live on a cloud. 感谢神，我活在这个云上。Just me and Jesus. 我与基督。No, no, no. The cloud is all of your brothers and sisters. 所以这个其实云端云就是你的弟兄姊妹们。And we're seated together with Christ and brothers and sisters in the heavenly place. 我们是与基督同坐在天上。And we together, verse ten. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Now we are his workmanship, so he's talking about something corporate here. And then it goes on through the chapter and says, We have been made into one new man. 这边然后说我们被造成一个新造的人。In verse 15第十五节。He broke down the barriers between you and I.他把我们中间的隔阂挪去了。In order that we may be one new man.我们能成为一个新的人。That's a corporate man.这是一个团体的人。And it goes on to say, as we read today.然后你继续读的话，We are verse 19第十九节 We are God's household.我们是他的这个家。And then verse 21第二十一节。In whom 
That is in Christ, the whole building is being fitted together and growing into a temple. 然后在他里面各样的事都一合适，渐渐成为神的殿。主的殿。Verse twenty-two. 第二十二节。In whom you are being built together into a dwelling of God. 你们也被同也靠他被同建造，成为神借着圣灵居住的所在。Now this is our foundation. 这就是我们的根基。We don't only live in Christ. 我们不只是在基督里。We live together. With Christ, and then in chapter three, it only becomes more wonderful. We are brought together by God. We are brought together by God. In such a way that in the ages to come, we might show the wisdom of God. We might show the wisdom of God. So that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places, in accordance with the eternal purpose which He carried out in Christ Jesus. 为要借着教会使天使上掌执政的掌权的，现在得知神百般的智慧，这是造从万事以前，在我们主耶稣。Uh, so now we have even a cosmic purpose in Him. All the great powers of the cosmos look at the church and they see the wisdom of God's saving love. So in this universe, the presidency of God's power, but then we know that chapter three ends. Then we know that chapter three ends. By saying, when we get together, even on this earth, what do we do together? We begin to measure the height and the depth, the width and the breadth of the love of God. We begin to measure the height and the depth, But our study in these days is in chapter four. 但是我们今天读的是以弗所书第四章。And in chapter four, we see that Paul now turns to the environment for growth. 保罗就开始注重这个成长的这个环境。We now have our foundation in Christ. 我们在基督里设立了根基。We're living in Christ. 我们住在基督里。We're living together in Christ. We're measuring together the love of 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 Christ. In the beginning of chapter four, there's one word that stands out. In the beginning of chapter four, 个一个词非常的显明明明 ，Do you see the word？ 你看到了吗 ？It's the word one。有一个字就是一。Now this is so important in the environment of the growth of the body of Christ。所以在基督的身体里要成长，这个合一是何何等的重要。Now let's just look at these a few verses。我们就读几几处。Notice verses one through three。第一节到第三节。Of Ephesians four。第四章。Therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love, 
being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. If we're to grow, the unity of the Spirit must be maintained. And this is maintained by our loving one another. If we are not one, we cannot grow. We are, uh, we are the branches of one vine. We draw our strength together as one. We grow together as one. If we maintain the unity of the Spirit. Now Paul just wants to emphasize oneness. And so he says there's oneness in the Godhead. Father, Son, Holy Spirit are one. And so you notice verses 4 through 6. And you notice the word one. One body, one spirit, one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. The Father is one, the Lord is one, the Spirit is one. There's oneness. The very essence of the life of God is oneness. And now that we've been built upon the foundation of Jesus Christ, oneness becomes extremely important. Now, why do we have to say that? Well, we all are one, huh? But there's problems. And let's look at the very context of the verse 15 that we'll be studying in this time. It says, But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into Him who is the head, even Christ. Now, why is he saying that? Because it's a problem. And what's the problem? As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. Uh, and we find here a very strange thing. Christian doctrine can divide the saints. People teaching Christian doctrine, they do it in such a way that it confuses everybody. And so in the old English version it says, so you won't be as a child going to and fro. 
所以你不会像一个小孩子一样，往这边，然后再往那边，往这边，再往那边。We're these doctrines are not causing us to grow up. So somebody teaches, oh, if you want to be holy, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that. Somebody says, if you really want to be saved, you got to do this, got to do this, got to do that. What happens to baby Christians? Oh yeah, let's do that, this and that. Oh yeah, let's do this, And they're running to and fro, but not up. Speaking the truth in love, you go up. Doctrines, you go back and forth. Now we'll have to explain that in a minute. But here we see what the problem is so often in the church. Now there are two unities mentioned in this chapter 4. We saw the unity of the Spirit mentioned in verse 3. But we see in verse 13 the unity of the faith. Notice verse 13. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith. So the church starts in the unity of the Spirit. And it attains to the unity of the faith. But now I tell you a strange thing. You know, in most churches today, they're built on the unity of the faith. That is unity of doctrines. And then they try to move to unity of the faith. But they never get there. It's because the doctrines of uh, men take doctrines and twist them to their own advantage. And so it causes division. We know the history of the church. People start out together. Then somebody has a doctrine. And they start telling the doctrine. Then they split. This is a terrible thing. One time I went to some other country. And I saw two churches. Across the street from each other. There used to be one church. But something happened. One day a man, uh, a worker, visited the, this church. He looked around the church. He says, oh! The church needs to be ruled by elders, not 他说, workers. Now this is a very large church. And he did a lot of gospel work. And they had full-time workers. And they had elders. And the full-time workers and elders, they worked together. And the church was strong and growing. But then 
The elder said, "Yeah, that's right. We need the rule." 长老说，对我应该这个这掌权。Not the workers. 不是工人。The worker says, "No, we are the workers." 工人说，我们是工人。And we have to preach. 我们需要传传话。And so they they split the church. 他们就分裂了。And the worker church is over here. 啊，这边工人教会。Now the elder church is over here. 这边长老教会。But both churches are very weak. 然后两个教会都非常的弱。Because the elder church, they have a deeper life and a shepherding. 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 They come and go. They come and go. A lot of turnover. Sometimes people come and go. Two weak churches. These two weak churches over doctrine. That is to separate the truth from the lie. Teach, teach, teach. And I didn't tell us. I think everybody here knows about the great problems of doctrine, even now in China. We know, even in China, there are many doctrinal problems. With all the wonderful things the Lord is doing in China, so in China, 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 And then divisions from division. Then from division, then from division. Now, if we cannot stand together in the unity of the faith, if we cannot stand together in the unity of the faith, if we cannot stand together in the unity of the faith, if we cannot stand together in the unity of the faith, if we cannot stand together in the unity of the faith, if we cannot stand together in the unity of the faith, So, Paul says that there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the growth into the head. Paul says there are three divine provisions for the They had first love. They have which means first love for God and first love for brothers and sisters. Because they have that first love for the brothers and sisters. And we see in chapter four those first verses talking about oneness and love and being gentle and kind. So in the fourth verse, we see oneness, gentleness, and kindness. But then Paul goes on in verse eleven. Then in this verse eleven, he says, "Now in order for the church to grow." God gives us some gardeners. 神就派差遣了一些耕田的人。These contractors who build the house. 或者是这一些雇工来建立房屋。There's apostles and prophets and、uh, evangelists and pastors and teachers. 
，所以这边就说到这边有这教师、有牧师、有呃不同的人帮帮助的弟兄姊妹们。So if we have a, a environment of love， 所以如果你有爱的环境的话 ，then these gardeners come in。然后这些耕田的人就进来了，他们就把我们栽种栽在基督里，他就把水浇在上面，然后有些把这个根杂草拔掉等等。And Paul puts it in certain ways. 然后保罗说到其他的方面 ，He says what we do. 我们做的呢 ？We don't teach doctrine. 我们不是在那边教导真理。We we must say. You know, in the early church, we find in the book of Acts. 你知道，在这个早期的教会里，在使徒行传里 ，The church continued all the time in doctrine. 这这所以教会他们的确有真理 ，But it was apostles' doctrine. 但是是使徒的教导。Now there's a difference. 这有不同。We'll try to explain that in just a moment. 我们待会儿解释一下。The apostles knew what to teach. 使徒知道怎么教导他们。In order to produce growth. 让他们能够有成长。And so, as Paul says, so we, when we minister, we want to write Christ on everyone's heart by the Holy Spirit. So, 使徒做的工作就是把基督写在我们心板上，借着圣灵。These gardeners know how to plant and how to water and have the church to grow. 这些耕田的人，他们知道怎么样栽种，怎么浇水等等。And we can see in Ephesians four. In verse twenty, as Paul is talking about this growth and life, 当保罗提到这个生命的成长的时候 ，we see a very important truth. 我们看见一个很重要的真理。In verse twenty and twenty-one, 第二十节二十一节 ，But you did not learn Christ in this way, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught in him, just as truth is in Jesus. 你们学了基督却不是这样。如果你们听过他的道，领他的教，学了他的真理 ，What do the apostles teach the saints？ 使徒们到底是教导什么呢 ？They learn Christ。他们学习基督。If indeed you have heard him， 你如果听过他 ，Now through the apostles teaching and learn teaching Christ， you hear Christ。你听了他的道。你就听到基督的道，就是听到基督了。Now you know Christians are growing when they begin to hear His voice. 基督徒什么时候成长呢？就是当他们听他的声音的时候。And Paul says this as if it's something everybody knows. 保罗这样说，好像大家都知道这个事实。You did not learn Christ in this way if indeed you have heard Him. 你不是啊、呃，你如果你们听过他的道，听领了他的教，呃，就不是这样子的。When the apostles teach the truth, 当保使徒们教导这个真理的时候 ，we hear the Lord's voice. 我们就听到主的声音。And not only that, but you have been taught in Him. 不止如此，你们是在他里面是呃听得到。Just as truth is in Jesus, 就像真道是在他里面。Now we can make this important distinction between doctrine and truth. 我们就可以分辨什么是道，什么是教。Why can doctrines cause problems? 为什么道会造成问题呢 ？But we grow up when we share the truth in love. 但是我们说到真理的时候，我们要在爱心里说真理。说真 But Lord wants us to share the truth in love. 我们的主要在我们在爱心里说诚实话，或者说到真理。But doctrines can be dangerous. 但是教导有的时候是危险的。Now, what do I mean? 什么意思 ？Doctrines are Can be true. 教导有的时候是真的 ，but they have not been processed 
It's the raw material of truth. Let's say that you and I we live in a house here in Queens. And we look out on our lawn and we see, oh, the grass looks pretty bad. So I go online, I say, fix the grass. I read an online statement, you must throw lime down on the ground and this will make the grass better. So I go down to the Home Depot, I get 40 pound bag of lime. But then I go home. And because I've been online, I get advertisement that says if you want grass to grow, you must use this weed killer. And then I go home. My wife says, What's wrong with the lawn? She said, Did you put fertilizer on it? Now back to the store, buy fertilizer. Now probably this lawn will die. Now these ingredients are good. But you know, there's a certain time and a season to put these things on. And these things have to be processed and even put together. And they work. But you can kill your lawn just with lime. Do you see? Now the problem with doctrine is we all have brains. And if you remember from our brother Stephen, our brains need to be saved. Because we eat every day from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And it can take fertilizer, doctrines, and twist them and cause uh, uh, hindrance to growth. Now, let's go back to my illustration about these two churches I visited. Now, suppose I'm a full-time worker. I go over to full-time workers' church. I say, you are doing the right way. God raises up apostles, prophets, evangelists. Now this is true, but I would cause more division. And man uses doctrines for their own advantage. Because we are so smart, we can learn many Christian things with the unrenewed mind. But if we receive truth, and the Lord processes the truth in us, now it is the truth 
which is in Jesus. We see the truth of the Word of God. And we learn it in Christ. Now when that happens, we gain some wisdom. We gain some personal experience. And we share the truth at the right time. There are seasons for sharing such things. Now we're so excited to share with each other. That we like to share doctrine. But if we instead share the truth in love, that's something the Lord has worked in us. The Lord has made it real in us. And it builds up the body of Christ. We need to learn every doctrine through Christ. And then it becomes truth. Jesus is the truth. Jesus takes a doctrine and makes it a reality. Now that's truth. When you share that truth, it builds up. Alright, now I'm sorry, I have to embarrass somebody here. Because we had such a fine example of sharing the truth in love. I just share. Do you remember the last open meeting we had? Now one sister got up. And of course, we all liked what she said because it was very short. My sister said, We heard our brother Kang speak this weekend. He shared on this matter of saving the soul. He shared on this matter of exercising our spirit. And she said, I couldn't wait to get home and exercise my spirit. And everybody else thought, yeah, yeah, me too. Now that built up the body of Christ. Because it was something that immediately it was more than a doctrine. It became desire. So now we have to exercise. Now this is how the church grows. Now the third, there's a third phase of this God-ordained growth. The first is love is the environment. The second is the gardeners share that which we need for the growth. But of course the third stage is we build one another up. Now you notice it was right at the end of verse 16. We build one another up in the body in love. As we receive things, and they become, and they become real to us. 
When we share them with others, if we do it in love, it builds up the body of Christ. And so when we fellowship together, it needs to be in love. We cannot be critical of each other all the time. Some people have a mission to correct everybody. But the body does not grow through that. And there are people who love to argue all But the body doesn't grow through that. But if you'll share the truth in love, the body grows up. And we need to build each other up in love. And so how can we apply this to us? For all of this, this is very important. First, let me talk to brothers who open our time at the Lord's table. Brothers, when we share at the opening, it's not time for doctrine. What what are we doing? When we come up at the front. Paul says we should be blowing a certain trumpet note. And this trumpet note raises up everybody else to join in. Or let's put it another way. A member of the body. Comes up and shares the truth in love. Not, 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 not so much doctrine. A little picture of Christ. Now, what does that do? If you share something that has the love of God anointing, it's implying. It makes somebody else want to join in. We see this in verse 16. From whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. We're connected. When I share something, if it's the truth of Christ and love to, to you, let's use the let's use the image of the nervous system. If I say something about the Lord and it goes, then it causes your hand to go up, go. And, you, and then you say, yes, and I would like to say, and then somebody sings a song. And that reminds somebody of a prayer. Which reminds somebody of a song. Now we've got it. You see, each member is causing the other member to function. Now a brother up here in the front, all you want to do is say something that will cause everybody to say, Yes, I want to worship. 
。那你说这个话的时候，你就要让大家有感觉说啊，我愿意来到神面前敬拜他。Less doctrine， 不要那么多的教导。More truth， 更多的真理。And so it's true for those who stand here like myself. We all have a lot of doctrine. We need the truth. And the same applies when you have fellowship this afternoon. How about the truth in Christ? That in Christ's truth, how is it? Nothing more wonderful when somebody shares something. Somebody else says, "Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but now that they said that, I'd like to say this." That the best is when someone communicates. He originally had another brother who didn't want to communicate, didn't want to communicate. But after that communication, he said, "I want to communicate." So this is what we should do every time we gather. Sharing the truth in Christ. In 爱心里说诚实话，在基督里说诚实。When we have an open sharing in a few weeks here， 当我们有这个这个自由交通的聚会的时候 ，What will we do？ 我们会做些什么 ？I'd like to share a doctrine with you. Well, the doctrine of the second coming. 一个教导就是他。To tell you about the man child. 就教导这个男孩的事等等。You you cause everybody to be confused. 然后大家就开始混乱。Even the best gardeners don't know how to do that. 就最好的耕田的他也不会这样做。But how about the truth in Christ? 是不是在基督里的真理如何呢 ？The Lord spoke to me about something. 主对我说些什么话 ？I'd like to share how that happened. 我要分享他是怎么样说的。You get through somebody says, "I'd also like to share something the Lord made real to me." 你交通之后，其他人也说啊，我也愿意做做同样的事。We're built up by reality, right? 我们是在实际里在得着建造吗 ？This is what the Lord did in my life. 这就是主在我身上做的。When somebody does that. 当有人这样做的时候，在这个自由交通的时候 ，everybody else goes, ah, yeah, same thing happened to me. 就其他人就说啊，同样的事也发生在我身上。And then you realize you're not so crazy as you thought. 你就不会像你想象的那么这个有问题。They had same problem like I had. 哦，他的问题跟我的很像。Jesus helped them. 耶稣帮助他。Maybe Jesus will help me. 耶稣基督，耶稣也帮助我。And so the body grows up into him. 然后是 the head. 身体就这样子成长，连于元首。Now, let's just be clear about this. 那我们就讲一句，讲一件事。Now, did anybody hear me say doctrine is wrong? 那有人听到我说教导是不对的吗 ？No, 没有啊。I just say that what we need to share with one another is doctrine that has been made truth to us, reality. To us. 我们要教导的就是那个教导在我们生命当中。它成为一个实际之后，我们再把它交通出来。You know, God,、uh, people who speak all the time, they are the worst about sharing doctrine. I know this is true. 那这个常常讲道的人是最糟糕的，就常常喜欢教人教教训人。Sometimes I go to what they call ministers' meetings. 我常常去这个呃所谓的这个呃传道人的这个聚会。And all these ministers are sitting there. 那所有传道人都在那边。Now they all wear coat and tie. They want to impress one another. 他们总是穿西装打领带。And they sit there. 他们就坐在那边。Then a brother gets up in the front. 然后弟兄站起来说话。And he starts saying something, exhorting and saying, "And the church is falling into the problems." 然后就说教会要进入这个问很大的问题。And these speakers, they start writing down notes. Say, oh, this I'm going to speak to my congregation. 然后他说我要这样子怎么样这样去跟我的那些弟弟兄姊妹讲。
Just looking for doctrines. 去找这个教导。I read Watchman Nee, out comes doctrine. 我读这个尼弟兄以后，我就教训就出来了。Oh, aren't we smart? 我们是非常聪明的。We know so many doctrines. 我们知道许多的教导。But what's the reality? 那实际在哪里呢 ？So I have an assignment for you. 所以我现在给你们一个功课。Now I, because I've spoken about doctrine, I don't want you to think doctrines bad. 我不要。你们觉得说教导或者教训是不好的。So here's my question. 我现在问你一个问题。Please raise your hand. 你有请你举手。If 如果 you have read "Sit, Walk, Stand" by Watchman Nee. 你有读过《坐行站》？ Who has read "Sit, Walk, Stand"? 站起来。啊不，举手，举手。坐行站。Yeah, 坐行站。How many? How many? 谁读过？举手。Now you see, all the rest of you need to get the book. 你们剩下的人都需要拿这本书。We are studying Ephesians. 我们在读这个以弗所书。This is the best simple messages ever given on Ephesians. 这个是最简单的教导，怎么样去读以弗，怎么以弗所书。I've read many, many, many books on Ephesians. 我读许多书，说到以弗所书。This is the truth. 这个是在爱里说诚实的话。Sit, walk, stand. 坐行站。And what's his point? 他。主题是什么呢 ？We have to sit in the foundation. 我们要坐在根基上 ，before we can walk. 我们才能行走。May we all learn this lesson. 我们先学习这样的功课。And walk in love. 我们在爱里行走。Share truth in love. 爱心里说诚实话。As we grow up in this mystery of Christ. 让我们在这个基督的奥秘里成长。Let's just have a few prayers. 我们有一些祷告，我们就结束。Thank you, brother.